0: This is the Bible in One Year, Day Two. Your first question. What is your first question going to be? I was preparing my cross-examination for one of the first criminal trials in which I was involved when I worked as a barrister. A senior and experienced lawyer was helping me prepare. He showed me the significance of a first question. Psalm Two. Why do the nations conspire
1: and the peoples plot in vain? Serve the Lord with fear and celebrate his rule with trembling. Kiss his son or he will be angry and your way will lead to your destruction for his wrath can flare up in a moment.
0: Blessed are all who take refuge in him. The first question in the Psalms is about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. The safest place to be in life is close to Jesus. Paul, preaching the gospel in Antioch, quotes this psalm. He says, We tell you the good news, what God promised our ancestors. He's fulfilled for us, their children, by raising up Jesus. As it's written in the second psalm, You are my son. Today I have become your father. It is Jesus who is his anointed. The Hebrew word here is Messiah, Messiah. He's the Christ, the Son of God, whom we are to love. Kiss his son. The Psalms' original context probably concerned a particular situation involving a human king of Israel. Yet as we read it with a larger horizon in mind, we see that the first question asked in the Psalms points forward in anticipation to Jesus. Why do people conspire and plot against him? This is exactly what we see happening in the New Testament, even in today's passage in relation to Jesus. Right from the start of Jesus' life, we see rulers gathering together and conspiring and plotting in vain. Yet the psalm ends, blessed, happy, fortunate, and to be envied are all those who seek refuge and put their trust in him. With all the storms of life, and supremely the storm of Jesus' coming and final judgment, the only safe place to be is in him. Lord, thank you that as I look to the year ahead and all the potential challenges, opportunities, and possibilities, the safest place to be is in you. New Testament, Matthew 2.
1: After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him.
0: The first question in the New Testament is about Jesus. The whole of the Old Testament is fulfilled in Jesus. The Magi, often referred to as the wise men, sensed the significance of Jesus' birth. They asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? They sought and found him. When they saw the child, they bowed down and worshipped him. They recognized that Jesus was the fulfillment of all the hopes and dreams of the people up to his birth. Jesus is the one who fulfills all God's promises. Today we see three more examples. First, place of his birth. Matthew saw that even the place of Jesus' birth was prophesied. It was out of Bethlehem that the ruler and shepherd would arise. For this is what the prophet has written. Second, exile in Egypt. When Herod tried to kill Jesus, the family escaped to Egypt. Matthew writes, So was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophet, Out of Egypt I called my son. Third, slaughter of the children. When Herod ordered the murder of all the boys under the age of two, this fulfilled the prophecy of Jeremiah. Lord Jesus, today I want to bow down and worship you. I want to offer you everything I have, my life, my all. Old Testament, Genesis 2-4
1: The Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them, and whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. Adam and his wife were both naked, and they felt no shame. Genesis chapter 3 Now the snake was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say, You must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the snake, Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? The man said, The woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree, and I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The snake deceived me, and I ate. So the Lord God said to the snake, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and all wild animals. You will crawl on your belly and you will eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. To the woman he said, I will make your pains in childbearing very severe. With painful labor you will give birth to children. Your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. To Adam he said, Because you listened to your wife and ate fruit from the tree about which I commanded you, you must not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil you will eat food from it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow you will eat your food, until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you will return. Adam named his wife Eve, because she would become the mother of all the living. The Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. And the Lord God said, The man has now become like one of us, knowing good and evil. He must not be allowed to reach out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. So the Lord God banished him from the garden of Eden to work the ground from which he had been taken. After he drove the man out, he placed on the east side of the garden of Eden cherubim, and a flaming sword flashing back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life. Genesis chapter 4 Adam made love to his wife Eve, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. She said, With the help of the Lord I have brought forth a man. Later she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now Abel kept flocks, Then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. Now Cain said to his brother Abel, Let's go out to the field. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is your brother Abel? I don't know, he replied. Am I my brother's keeper? The Lord said, What have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are under a curse and driven from the ground, which opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you work the ground, it will no longer yield its crops for you. You will be a restless wanderer on the earth. Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is more than I can bear. Today you are driving me from the land, and I will be hidden from your presence. I will be a restless wanderer on the earth, and whoever finds me will kill me. But the Lord said to him, Not so. Anyone who kills Cain will suffer vengeance seven times over. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain, so that no one who found him would kill him. So Cain went out from the Lord's presence and lived in the land of Nod, east of Eden.
0: The first question in the Bible is about God's goodness. Do you ever find yourself doubting whether God's way really is the best? Do you find yourself wondering whether, even though God says it's wrong, something is worth trying anyway? God gave to humankind everything they could possibly want. The whole created world was made for us to enjoy. Every possible need was catered for. The pinnacle of God's creation was humankind. The need for community was solved by the creation of other human beings. It's not good for the man to be alone. It started with the beautiful gift of marriage. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and they will become one flesh. Marriage is the lifelong union of a man and a woman in which sex, another of God's beautiful gifts, is to be enjoyed with intimacy and freedom, without guilt or shame. Yet despite this abundant provision of everything good, human beings looked for something more and they succumbed to the temptation to take forbidden fruit. The temptation started with doubts about God. Here is the first question in the Bible. Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? Behind this question is the demonic lie that God is withholding from you something that is really exciting. E's first mistake was to engage with the snake in conversation. We are created to converse with God, not the devil. The devil, in the form of the snake, fools Eve into thinking that there will be no consequences to her sin. You will not certainly die. He imputes bad motives to God, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. It is often the case that you swallow a lie about God, Before you swallow forbidden fruit. The fruit looked good and was pleasing to the eye and desirable for gaining wisdom. This is often how temptation appears. Adam and Eve sinned and as so frequently happens, cover up followed the sin. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Next, the first question God asks in the Bible is about you. Adam and Eve's friendship with God was broken. When they heard God coming, they hid. But God immediately came looking for them. And we find his first question in the Bible. Where are you? God did not give up on them. Whenever you fall away from him, God comes searching for you, wanting the relationship to be restored. He says to the snake that one of Eve's descendants will crush your head and you will strike his heel. Jesus is the one who will crush the head of the snake but there will be a cost. You will strike his heel. We see here the first hint of what it will cost to restore the relationship. On the cross, Jesus crushed Satan, but it cost him his life. His blood was shed so that you and I could be forgiven and our relationship with God restored. Then the first question human beings ask is about responsibility. Am I my brother's keeper? This is the crucial question for today. Do you have responsibility for others? The result of the fall is a broken relationship with God. Adam and Eve blamed each other. And in chapter 4 we read that their children also fell out with each other. Arguments, quarreling and falling out with one another began here. It has blighted the human race ever since. Try to avoid arguments. You will rarely win one and they are so destructive. Cain was angry with his brother Abel. GOD'S QUESTIONING CONTINUED, WHY ARE YOU ANGRY, WHY IS YOUR FACE DOWNCAST, IF YOU DO WHAT IS RIGHT, WILL YOU NOT BE ACCEPTED, BUT IF YOU DO NOT DO WHAT IS RIGHT, SIN IS CROUCHING AT YOUR DOOR, IT DESIRES TO HAVE YOU, BUT YOU MUST MASTER IT, YOU WILL EITHER MASTER SIN, NOW THROUGH THE POWER OF THE CROSS AND RESURRECTION AND WITH THE HELP OF THE SPIRIT, OR ELSE SIN WILL MASTER YOU, IN CAIN'S CASE IT DID, HE KILLED HIS BROTHER, God asked him yet another question. Where is your brother Abel? In response, Cain asked the first question by a human being in the Bible. Am I my brother's keeper? Cain wanted to avoid responsibility. He was saying, Do I really have responsibility for anyone other than myself? The biblical answer is that you do have responsibility for others. We cannot exempt ourselves from responsibility for what is happening around us in our city, nation and the world. For example, we cannot accept that thousands of children die every day as a result of extreme poverty and simply say, it's not our responsibility. Not only do you have responsibility towards your fellow human beings, but it is your privilege to bring blessing and joy to your friends, family and all those around you and to make a difference in the lives of as many people as possible. Lord, thank you that you have created this wonderful universe for us to enjoy in relationship with you. Help me this year to fulfill the potential I have to make a difference in other people's lives. Pippa adds, I always feel rather traumatized when I read Matthew 2 verse 16. When Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious and he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and in its vicinity who were two years old and under, in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi. What a terrible thing Herod did to the vulnerable. Just because he felt insecure about his own position, Are you ever in danger of putting others down to try and secure your own position?"